Good morning. Last week, I mentioned that there were three things that designated chapel as chapel as opposed to convo. One is the Christ lamp, one is the banner, and then I neglected to mention the third thing. The third thing is that we sing. if you are able. Good morning and welcome to chapel. As Drea lights the Christ lamp, I invite you to consider the Holy Spirit which is among us and within us. Today we will be sharing stories of encounter with you all. I spent this past summer on study service term in Senegal and there I learned the importance of story as a way to share culture and engage in community. Now if you've ever told a story, you know that it's more fun to tell to someone near to you, not at the back of the room. 
So as we transition from passing the peace, I encourage you to move forward to this circular area in the front of the chapel. I know I may look scary, but I assure you that my friends up here won't bite. Now, let us begin this time of encounter by passing the peace. There's still lots of room up front here. Come sit in a circle, that'd be awesome, thanks. chapel is called Encuentro, hashtag God Moments. And I wanted to share with all of you about God Moments in my life. First off, a little background. Growing up, my family every evening would go around the table. We would share our highs and lows of the day along with our God Moments. This ritual was an excellent reminder throughout the day to be looking for God um, in and during and through all my activities. I found myself looking for opportunities to see God and then getting to share with my family at the end of the day where I'd seen God at work. This aspect of my life, searching for God moments, went with me this summer on study service term or SST. The service portion of SST for me was way out in the countryside and extremely difficult. I was not expecting this. I had trouble finding purpose during those six weeks and staying connected to God. But one of the things that kept me seeing God, I experienced every night. I would go outside to my family's pila, a cement block filled with water, 
um, to wash my face and brush my teeth. And during that time, I would look up at the sky and see all the stars and moon and be so amazingly happy but overwhelmed. It would be like if Obama walked in right now and you'd not be able to do anything but um, be amazed at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this would happen to me on a much greater scale because it's God. <laughs> Looking at the night sky for me was realizing that God had created the entire universe with its massive expanse, but he also had the time to create me and wants to know me better every day. So finding God every night was how I felt close to God and was a good reminder of who I am and who created me. My story reminds me of Psalm 8. Let me share this passage with you now. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands, you have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So my story is kind of like a, my life story in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> um, I grew up in a Christian household going to church, um, it was a Pentecostal, Spanish-speaking church, so. Um, but yeah, I grew up a church kid. I was one of those little kids who was running up and down the aisles or when they were supposed to be sitting. <laughs> Got pinched when you were talking during church. Um, but even though I grew up in church and had really strong, um, faithful parents, I never really, I like to say that I knew of Christ, but I didn't know him personally. I didn't really like to go to church. I found it to be something that I rather be at home or somewhere else. And um, so I never really made the faith my own. And it wasn't until I got into high school that I began to really fall into peer pressure and things that uh, I started making choices that I never thought I'd make. And I really found myself in a place where I felt empty and I felt alone and I felt like I didn't have a purpose. And one day um, I found myself at a summer youth camp uh, with my youth from church, and I really felt that God was calling me, and he was telling me that he wanted me back, that he wanted a, to give me a purpose, and uh, that's when I made the decision to really accept Christ and to make it my own faith, and when I made this choice, I started to seek God in, his, in the Bible, and that's when I really got into reading the Bible and reading the scriptures, and um, that's one way that I have grown my faith, is by reading the Word, and I know in John 1.14, it says that um, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And so if Jesus is the word, and we want to know who Jesus is, then we can find him in his word. He is the word. And so if we want to know Jesus, we have to get into his word. And um, it's when we encounter Jesus that we can learn to encounter people. Because Jesus was someone who knew how to encounter people. Every person that Christ encountered they left marked, they left transformed and changed because that's what Jesus did. And so when we can learn to be like him, it's when we can learn to really impact the people that we meet and that we see every single day and leave them marked because that's what we're made to do. And so um, 
a place that I have really gotten to read scripture and grow my faith on campus has been Unity. And it's an on-campus club, and we meet Fridays in Newcomer. And um, it's a place where we just meet and we eat and talk and we read the Bible and we pray together. And it's a really place of encouragement um, because we know that God's word encourages us and inspires us and disciplines and teaches us wisdom. And so we really love to study God's word there and we love to just be there for each other. We, uh, I've met a lot of really close friends there like Benson Hostetter and um, just other people that I really grown to love. Angeliki, the one who had it in her heart to start this uh, club. And so I'd like to make the invite for anyone who's looking for a place, some friends to be there to support you. Um, we're there, Unity, Friday nights. And so, and I'd like to, um, Benson, actually, to come and help me uh, sing a song to worship God right now. And if you guys know it, it's called 10,000 Reasons. If you know the song or the lyrics are up there, feel free to join along. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes oh bless the lord oh my soul oh my soul worship his holy name sing like never before oh my soul i worship your holy You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to Fine, yeah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. 
10,000 years and then forevermore. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship his holy name, yes. Sing like never before, oh my soul. I'll worship your holy name. One more time. And bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship your holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. I worship your holy name, yeah. I worship your holy name. Thank you, Benson, and thank you all for singing that. My God moment happened a few weeks ago when I was packing to come out to Goshen. I was pumped. Over the summer, my parents gave me, my brother and I, the old car, and I was going to drive the whole 12 hours from New York. On the day we were leaving, I planned out how I wanted things to go. I set all my stuff out in the garage so it could be put in the car when I got back from the mechanic shop where it was getting tuned up and inspected. We put all of my brothers, sisters, and parents' stuff in the van. I had my tunes picked out, new sunglasses, everything I needed to look the part of a road-tripping college junior. <laughs> we spent most of the afternoon waiting for the shop to call about the car. At about 4 o'clock, they still hadn't called, so we called them. Well, long story short, the car wasn't ready and wouldn't be ready until after we were long gone to that spot in Indiana. I was not happy, to say the least. This was my chance to be independent, to finally be that adult I thought I was. I wasn't going to let the mechanics tell me what was up. There was surely some way to change the hand I'd been dealt. But there wasn't. And to add to the drama, it started to pour. Literal sheets of rain, kind of like today. Perfect. I tried so hard to be mad, but there was something bigger than the old car that wasn't back from the shop. That's when I looked up to see my mom and sister packing the car, expertly reorganizing for the added luggage. I felt God at that moment. What followed were a bunch of family shenanigans which included running around in the rain with umbrellas while throwing bags in the van like agents on a mission. The long ride out to Indiana was punctuated with bouts of contagious laughter and singing to passing cars. It was a great trip. I needed time to spend with my family. If I hadn't given in to that something bigger, I would have missed it. I count that as a hashtag God moment. And now if you'll join in me in opening your blue hymnal, or it'll be projected on the screen as well, to number 336, One Piece Like a River. Okay, if I can figure this out. We'll be singing all the verses.
That was lovely. Thank you. Um, some of the most profound God moments that I've had in my last three years at Goshen have been singing with other people, particularly at Hymn Club, which meets on Tuesdays at 7 o'clock in the Music Center. 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Shameless, shameless plug. Um, one story from these last three years stands out in particular. It was November 2012, the night of the election results. We would either have Romney or Obama as our president for the next four years. The country was polarized. The town of Goshen was polarized. Um, passions were high and people were anxious. We were asking ourselves the question, what if our candidate didn't win? What would we possibly do? Yet, we in Hymn Club had this nudge, this slight feeling that politics should not be our focus. We heard of others around the country who were having an election day communion, so we decided to adapt that to Goshen. We had an election day communion hymn sing. Gathered in the first floor connector across from Java, more than 70 faculty, students, staff, and some community members gathered and sang. We sang songs that confessed our polarization and division, songs that cried for justice in the world, and songs that bound us together. We sang in a circle, and we saw each other's faces and sang together. Near the end of the night, perhaps when the new president was being announced, we sang the hymn, Eat This Bread, and together we broke bread and shared grape juice in communion. This act was a physical expression of what I experienced through our singing, a coming together across political lines to affirm our community with each other and with Christ. We took bread and cup and proclaimed our citizenship in the kingdom of God, a citizenship that goes beyond political and national boundaries. We sang through the announcement of our president, and that felt fine. A calm, a peace permeated the entire circle, and the air seemed to hum with connections between ourselves. The final words spoken that night resonated with me, go in peace. And I felt that no matter who won, Romney or Obama, it would be okay. Everything was in God's hands, and the community we created that night was greater and is greater than any division that politics can attempt. Whenever I sing songs that we sang that night, I am reminded of those moments and how close we are all here and how through Christ we are all connected and created anew, and that is stronger than any politics. I would invite us to sing number 407 in the hymnal, We Are People of God's Peace. This is one song that we sang that night, and we can stand. I think we've been sitting for quite a long time.
the ways okay. that contributes to my spiritual formation at college includes attending church and especially participating in my Sunday school class. For the first um, semester of college, I tried out a few churches and didn't really feel particularly connected. Um, and then after a really bad week, my, two of my friends were like, hey, come to church with us. And I didn't want to go, but I went anyway. And I was told that I looked super mean and had a really bad expression on my face. And like, <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, I didn't look like I wanted to talk to anyone, but people at the church like came up to me and greeted me even though I had RBF and like didn't look nice at all. But <laughs> um, like though I have visited other churches since, like I've um, continued to attend Benton Mennonite Church. Um, church is pretty small and um, like 30 to 80 people it ranges. Um, the Sunday school class is one of the biggest draws. It's sort of like a small group. Um, having other young people that are interested in developing their faith is something that really strengthens my faith, um, that we can have late night conversations and um, support from the adult members of the congregation. Um, we have a lot of fun together, but um, we also share struggles and it's part of the, the joys and the hard times um, together that strengthen my faith. And in Sunday school, we always end by singing number 77 um, in Sing the Journey the peace of the earth. And when I hear this song, it reminds me of the community and connectedness I have with my faith, and that encountering God with others is a significant part of my spirituality. Thank you all for joining in this time of worship. As was noted, there are a few things that go on on the Goshen College campus to help us pay attention to God, to nurture our souls, the center of our beings. They do include things and in order of their coming up, unity on Friday nights at 7 o'clock in Newcomer 19. Once a month we have a Taze worship service, a quiet reflective a singing, praying service at 8 p.m., and that happens this Sunday in Newcomer 19. And then regularly, weekly, on Tuesday nights, hymn club meets um, in the music center. Usually it's in the choir room. Someday we'll get out in the lobby. 
There are also lots of really fine local churches. And if you're interested in um, exploring what some of the options are, you can pick up one of these folders or you can access this information on your iPad. Um, so, but I have a number of them up here this morning. Dorothy Seoul has said that the soul that is united with God sees the world through God's eyes. That soul, like God, sees what otherwise is rendered invisible and irrelevant. My encouragement for you is that you go from this place with your eyes open, with your heart open, with your hands open, with your mind open to the ways that God is already present in you and around you, and that through that attentiveness and awareness that you would be mindful of the presence of God sustaining you today and always. You may, at this time, go in peace.